It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to Match Wrestling, episode 342. This is your captain speaking at my side. Metaphorically, is the podcast machine Mike Larkin and El Jefe Moses Marquez. How we doing? Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Middle of of the week, top of the morning. Um, Now, it's kind of a somber occasion um, for those of you who are in the Facebook group. So we went from making a huge announcement last week, well, I did anyway, something that I've waited a year and a half to be able to say, uh, an announcement that's going to change my life, and now we kind of come to this because it's just got to the point where we can't continue to have the promo championship. Um, Travis Anderson has relinquished the title as of today, and it will be deactivated for the foreseeable future there will be no more promo tournaments the promo bowl has been discontinued um we'll continue to promote promo series which is in seven weeks uh, and after promo series max wrestling will be completely revamped whole new format we're not going to throw paint everywhere and call it max wrestling 2.0 oh god no uh, but there, there's changes coming um so we're going to be a tr- well, we're going to try and be a little more positive um actually first of all i mean if People are interested. Um, again, sorry to everybody in the promo bowl for discontinuing the tournament, but we were going to announce the two second chance votes this week, which people actually have been voting on all week. Um, the results, I mean, they were going to go to Moneymaker Chris Durham and the Demoness, but oh. alas, we, uh, we, we can't have nice things. So, I mean, we already had one tournament this year without any controversy. I think two was pushing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, so, so we're you gonna, should know your limits. We're going to try and be a little more positive, uh, certainly more positive than the end into extreme, well, extremely normal rules. But uh, first things first, congratulations to Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown on the birth of Lakia Boom Shakalaka Brown. Mama say Mama Sama Mapu. Yeah, Muppet Treasure Island. Boom Shakalaka Laka Boom. Shakalaka. We see you have boom boom sticks. Uh, bye bye. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce the real name. Um, I'm. I'm not gonna poke fun at I know it's like a Hawaiian name. I didn't actually know Travis and um, Travis Brown was part Hawaiian. That was um, a first. Yeah. Polynesian. Yeah. What? You. You do you. Yeah, you do you, man. Hell, I, I mean, no people are probably going to disagree with the names we pick in, in like, what, six months? Yep. Shit, that's scary. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you haven't already, click that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not, go to youtube.com slash Wrestling and then click subscribe. Also, big thank you to everybody on SoundCloud. Make sure you follow us. I believe that is an orange button. Yes, it is. Um, okay, so I was going to just run through WWE first, but Moses is a little... Press for time, so we're gonna go to AEW first. Yeah, right. Um, solid show in Rochester, Brody Lee country. I love the fact that they still consider it and you know um, a reason to pay tribute to. Bro- I mean, they paid tribute to Brody pretty much all the time, but this was kind of like a whole episode dedicated to him again because it was in his hometown. Um, we saw a lot of negative one, which is great. We even saw Amanda, which is great. Uh, she actually was getting great. into it with Dark Order. Um, Get your ass back in there. <laughs> also, you know what? Negative One is living his best life with Ty Conti. Oh, yeah. That fucking kid. 
<laughs> and he I've never been so tight. jealous of a kid in all my life. <laughs> and, you know, I love Anna Jay, too. I mean, she was trying to get in there and, you know, uh, show some love, too. And he, he, just, he just wanted Ty. He's like, you know what? I nah, she's my favorite. My lady. <laughs> hard to pick my lady. Oh, That's funny. fucking. But, yeah, that kid, man. That kid's set up, man. I tell you what. Ready to, he's already training shit. Oh, he's got what shit. I'm sure by the time he's, he's already like got a TNT title, he's got a TNT title of his own. Yeah, customized, baby. Yep. Um, but I mean, what a way to kick off the show. CM Punk on commentary all night long. Um, apparently, New York what a maneuver state athletic commission does not allow stage dives. So Bullshit. We, we didn't get punk crowd surfing this week. Bullshit. <laughs> but okay. So that was news to me with the New York Athletic Commission. I'm like, all right, you Some, can't, can't Yeah, somebody asked him why he didn't stage dive, and he just said, uh, he tweeted back, "State uh, New York State Athletic Commission don't allow stage dives. Nice going, New York State Athletic Commission. You got to fuck <laughs> us with stage dive. I was about to say, I don't believe that. I think somebody might have tickled his, you know, you know one, one time when he jumped, got a little too close there. <laughs> Maybe the security complained about having to protect him all the time. Yeah. Like, bro, can like, you bro. not just, like... like <laughs> I love you. Can see how pissed they get when he does it. Like ah shit. Like, am I, am yeah. I supposed to grab him or do, do I let him maul him? What, what do I do? What do I do? Punk, can you just be normal? Nope. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, and then we we go from CM Punk straight to Adam Cole, baby, straight to Jungle Boy. So you got free entrance music, sing-alongs, back oh, yeah. to back. Love Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Uh, great match. Well, you had too. a dueling chance of fucking the goddamn thing songs at one point. Right, <laughs> like this whole thing was awesome. I was saying while we were watching it in the TSK that this was probably uh, Jungle Boy's best match, mm-hmm. and I got, immediately got backlash. Oh, you should probably rewatch uh, him and Omega, and I'm like, you're probably right. I probably should, but right now, this one was definitely like one of his one of his best, if not his best, singles match. He he's just on a roll. Um, there there isn't a bad Jungle Boy match. I haven't seen one. Um, I have not seen one. And you know he's good that's when even MJF gives him credit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, that fucking guy. But I mean, obviously Adam Cole gets the win. Um, and like we, he suspected, got the win by chicanery, which a yeah. lot of people were like, "Oh, you can't beat him." And did, Dude, he got kicked in the balls. You know, Adam Cole can't beat him clean. He's the heel winner. Blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares. Move on. Yeah. Um, people complained last week about the time limit draw. Um, and it was perfect. Contrary to belief, people. There's that old one. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like they are going to have a rematch, which I, you know, oh, yes. m- many of us called. I'm up for it. Yeah, absolutely. Please, just make it an, an hour, whatever. Uh, yeah, right. Brian Seriously. wants another match with Omega. Omega don't want to give him one. Uh, obviously, we're going to get one. When's the next pay-per-view? I think it's November. November, yes. yeah. Um, full gear. Which is full gear. Absolutely, you're going to see him there. Goddamn, Kenny No Balls Omega. Kenny No Balls Omega, by God. That was <laughs> so great. I'm like, I fucking love this guy. Fucking B-Dry is just killing it. Even my wife is like, he's way better here than he is. And I was like, yeah, I know. He's only been here for two weeks. 
watch his run in Ring of Honor when he was the Ring of Honor champion going against Lance Storm. Oh, oh trust me, I've I've seen bits and pieces of it. It's something I definitely need to do more of, like a full 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 blown dive into. I've seen uh, him and Nigel McGuinness, okay. which makes my head hurt every fucking time. Yep. Yeah. Um, hey, people I've should not be head. sleeping on Nigel McGuinness's oh, God, legacy. He he was brutal. That fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh. Be drying a triple threat. I want to say it was him, Samoa Joe, and um, Punk. Yeah, yeah. And I seen that one. I think I seen like one other one, but yeah, no. I need to get like full blown into his like his full run. And again, final countdown, Mo. Final countdown. Final countdown. <laughs> need the final countdown. Also, fuck you for being greedy bastards. Hey man, friggin' they were like, hey, okay, that's nice. You want this? We're not going to give it to you. Yeah. It's the only song we're known for, so we want to charge you 100k for it. Wait 100k. A second. Hold on, you mean to tell me you don't mean you don't remember that classic ballad of theirs, Carrie, where we will meet again? Friggin' well, that will be honest with you, that was not as good as the final <laughs> countdown. They did have that other song. I'm just saying, man. pop culture. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean you're the pop culture guy, but I mean like regular, like normal people, just like mainstream. Hey, man. you know the final countdown? Yeah. Who's it by? Yes. Europe. Name another song. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, funny story about that. The only also reason that I knew that Carrie was by them is because when I was a kid, what used to come on the commercial was Monster Ballads from MusicSpace.com. Oh, hell yep. Yep, <laughs> and they had, Carrie was on that, that CD for Monster Ballads. Damn. Yeah, fuck. I used to always be like, what the fuck is a ballad? Mm-hmm. Now I know. You know what, Metallica are pretty pretty bad too, so I hear they, they charge a fortune, but WWE will pay whatever for Metallica. Yep. Oh, yeah, they don't give a shit. Um, also, I mean, obviously, people wanted AEW to use um, TNT by ACDC for Dynamite because it made sense. But obviously, they have a deal with... Well, they did have a deal with Fox. Are they still... Yeah, SmackDown still uses ACDC. Yeah. See how long it's been since I watched. <laughs> so, obviously, that wasn't going to happen. But apparently, ACDC are pretty expensive, too. Those old fuckers are too expensive. You're telling me Europe are putting them on the same mental as Metallica and ACDC? Get the fuck yeah. out of here. It's hard to believe, but yes. <laughs> um, so new, we mentioned MJF, new rivalry for him seems to be with Darby Allin. I'm yes. fine. That friggin' promo, holy shit. Oh, oh MJF God, went there. Jeez. Jeez. The fucking school shooter. Oh, all kinds of shit. A school shooter on a cape, on a skateboard, and then he brought up his uncle. Well, Jesus. Uh, oh, that one hurt me. I was like, that's too far. I was about to say, we go from comparing him, him to Columbine to his uncle. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. But that's the thing. That's 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 what you get with MJF. He is, hmm. he is no boundaries. Yeah, and Punk is notorious for being a brilliant heel. He... Didn't really say much during the segment. He must have been sitting there like, holy shit, this is amazing, but it's so bad. <laughs> this like, is God damn, you're brutal. This is the same man on the indies who went up to a kid and said, I hope your parents die. So see him <laughs> this is true. Yeah, Punk gets it. <laughs> he was also the same guy that to yell at two guys. He's like, that's right. He's like, I only talk to women because you guys are women. And you have a vagina. Yeah. And then the strippers, you're a whore. <laughs> You gotta love full impact plays. Wrestling homicide, they go over to the strip club. You're a whore! And then homicide <laughs> with all the girls. 
Fucking off. I think Homicide just cracked up at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Any normal man would. Yeah. Um, like like Punk said last week, don't sleep on his legacy. Heel Punk was just something on the yeah, Indies. You're telling me, man. Did you, wait, hold on. Did you guys ever see the video? Okay, so some so some girl was at a meet and greet with Punk, and she's and he's like, can you talk about the story with the strippers? And he's like, well, this is a WWE meet and greet, so I really can't talk about that stuff here. And it was... <laughs> But he also once tipped uh, a hooker with a hooker, a stripper, with a fillet of fish. Oh yes. Jesus! Give me that fillet. According to <laughs> his old that. Twitter bio. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you oh. When they were in friggin' um, Ring of Honor, they were doing the straight shooting series, and he was talking about how him and Steve Carino were at a gay club. Did you ever hear about that story? Uh, no, but I want to. All right, I will send you the link. It's listen to CM Punk and Samoa Joe and the straight shooting series for Ring of Honor. Cheap plug from something that happened 15 or 16 years ago where CM Punk talks about Steve Carino and him and a gay club. I got to find that link. Wow. That is going to be hilarious. For a lot of people, you heard it here first. Well, right. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, um, main events. Blew me away. Good match. Damn good I match. I was not expecting a title change. I was. I called it from the jump. I said, if you're going to crown Sammy tonight, tonight, don't don't stretch this out. This is not a feud that can be stretched out for much longer. He's got to win. And sure shit, what happened? He goddamn won. Uh, I fucking popped like a goddamn mark because I've been watching this guy for goddamn ever. And I popped when he won the AAA Cruiserweight belt. I popped when he showed up in AEW. Popped when he would join the inner circle. And this was fucking bananas. Mm. Now, granted, I don't think he's going to hold it long. Nobody seems to I think he's going to give long. it up to, like, Jungle Boy fast. No, nobody seems to be TNT champion for very long. I think, is Darby the longest reigning? Yes. Seems to be. I want to say him or, no, I want to say him. If not Miro. Yeah, because Cody held it twice. Brody held it for a couple of weeks. That's right. Um, Darby seems to have it forever. So, yeah, Darby, 186 days. Nice. Uh, I wonder if he's going to have a custom belt, too. That would be awesome. Like, just replace the strap with, like, a Spanish flag. Oh, that'd be fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, Miro was uh, was 140. Oh, yeah, 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 I see. Uh, wait, wait, what, what? Brody was a one-time champ, but he's got combined days. Co- How has he got combined days? Oh, recognized by AEW. Oh, pre-taped. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, me confused. That's so confusing. He's got combined days from one reign. How's that work? Right. But yeah, I digress. Um, um, um. It's nice to see Sammy getting so much spotlight. I popped for him getting his moment. In Stadium Stampede, and I popped for him winning the title last night. I love. That's, that's gonna sound so weird. I love popping for Sami Zayn. It doesn't sound weird. Sami Zayn, Sami Guevara, Jesus. Sami Guevara, there you go. I did. Yeah, I just got Sami's hey, on Sammy the brain. Sami Zayn might show up eventually, but it's not gonna be Sami Zayn. Hopefully, it'll be El Generico. Oh yeah, back from the dead. Oh, that'd be great. Another guy back from the dead. I'm. I mean, of all the guys, I keep hearing. You know, Kevin's contract could be ending soon. Sammy's yeah. can be ending soon, and it's like they're going right to AEW. It's the PWG reunion tour. Oh, please and thank you. 
KO needs to get the fuck out of there and become Kevin Steen again. Yes. Oh, my God. Now, that's the ROH I watched religiously right there was Kevin Steen just being the absolute asshole to Jim Cornette. Yeah, and I have to fucking heal. That was great shit. He was he reminded me so much of Stone Cold, it wasn't even funny. Yeah. What's funny about him is, like, I remember the first time I saw him at a Ring of Honor show on Long Island, so it was him against Pele Primo at the time, and that was the first time I ever saw the package pile driver, and I'm like, holy shit. So that was, like, my earliest Kevin Steen memory, and he just was that fierce. He came out to Drowning Pool, and I'm like, all right, I could get behind this guy. So, yeah, I would love to see him go back to be some Kevin Steen. Literally all I really saw of Kevin Steen was his feud with Sammy El Generico because I just heard that they were former best friends. Kevin would beat the crap out of him on a regular basis mm. and he was just an absolute dick towards him after he turned on him and like you got you got to watch I don't mean to cut you off but you got to watch him and him and Generico against the Briscoes ladder war yes well yeah that fucking was fucking classic a ladder match was the first time I saw them obviously they had the uh oh the ladder, the ladder war the ladder wars yeah just oh, absolutely brutal yeah you uh, thought that one was brutal wait till you throw in the Briscoes yeah. Oh yeah, I'm 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 savvy to the Briscoes. I can I can imagine it. You know, country boy. I don't I don't claim to be an ROH veteran, but I do know some shit. Them goddamn chicken farmers. <laughs> <coughs> My bad. I have a little bit of a tickle this week. I know it's not so, what you think. <laughs> hey, okay. but no, Rampage looks fucking hella fucking good for three uh, for an hour long show. This is the three matches that are advertised. You got a hair versus hair match, Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. My guess is Jack Evans is gonna get shaved. Yeah. Uh, there's a no DQ three way Jade Cargill, Thunder Rose, and Nyla Rose. Somebody's gonna die. Yep. And then you got fucking B Dry Brian Danielson against Nick Jackson. There you go. What the motherfuck? Uh, it's very, very rare that we get a young buck in singles action. Oh, and then, of course, it's goddamn Nick. Like, <laughs> oh, this kid's great. Like, I can only imagine how good this thing's going to be. I love how they walked on the stage and Punk instantly took a shot at their wardrobe. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He has to. <laughs> absolutely. You know what? Punk just has a time of his life when he's on commentary. Oh, you can tell. It's great. Yeah, even in you know the MJF and Derby segment, um, naturally there was some CM Punk chance because people want to see MJF and CM Punk, and mm-hmm. Derby walks out. Punk's like, "Well, I'm glad somebody came out here because I was just about to have to, you know." <laughs> so, I, it, it's it's coming. It's gonna happen at some point. It's gotta happen at some point. You got the most I popular guy in like all of wrestling right now. Yes, wrestling, not sports entertainment. And, like, the biggest heel in wrestling. It's it's gold written all over it. Absolutely. Um, and, I, yeah, I do love how they promote the shit out of Rampage. Because it's not really anybody's fault that the ratings are so low. Like, it's not an excuse either. It isn't a fucking shit slot. It's on at 7 o'clock at night. On the West Coast. So imagine it's on at 10 on at, on the East Coast. That's not going to fly. I on mean, a Friday night. If I was to stream it live in the UK, like, um, com- completely legally, it would be 3 a.m. till 5 a.m. Well, the two-hour one anyway. But yeah, 3 a.m. start time. See, yeah, 3 a.m. It's bananas. I only went to bed at 5 a.m. this morning because I was in work overnight for freaking no time to die midnight release. 
Oh, goddamn James Bond. Yes. That was I don't cool. like that Bond. Not too fond of him. Uh, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Did you guys hear about Sammy's opponent? His next opponent? No? Yeah. Who was it? So there was a challenge issued by a former NXT champ uh, by a former NXT superstar. You guys want to take a guess? NXT Malachi? No, uh, he's not. On, he's not in AEW yet. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm trying okay. to think. There's a hell of a long list of people who've been fired. Exactly. Um, <laughs> who else has been fired? Um, not Bobby. Bobby Fish? Yeah, actually. Oh, nice. Bobby Fish. Nice. Now, I don't know if it was going to... I think they said it was going to be on Dynamite or on Rampage. I forget what it was, but it was a a small little segment. I think it was in the middle of the new Cody Rhodes show. I just... I found it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Rose to the Gold. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at the tweet now. I, obviously, NXT had shorter um, no-compete clauses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, tweet says, I'd like to congratulate new TNT champion Sammy Guevara and be the first to challenge him for that title, ready to walk through the forbidden door, AEW on TNT. Hey. That, that's pretty much confirmation to me. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> um, also, speaking of jumping over to AEW, I keep seeing people expecting to see Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, you're still not going to see him anytime soon. His no compete uh, runs out in October, end of October. I will say this: if he doesn't go to AEW, I can definitely see him going to Impact because I could do a lot of fun stuff with him there at Decay. Oh just... man, you give Impact license to go crazy with fucking Bray Wyatt type shit. It's gonna Are be off sure the chain. Are you sure about the no compete? Because I'm pretty sure I was reading something that no compete and that he bought it out. I didn't know you could do that. I, I didn't know that either, but I I read something that he got out of his um his whole no compete. He's a free agent. He can he can sign whenever. Oh well, then that's awesome. That's why a lot of people were speculating he was going to show up uh, okay. last night because it was in Brody's hometown. You know, it was my guess is that if they would have did it, it would have been you know the you know uh, what is it Mrs. Mrs. Lee, if you will. And uh, and negative one, they can't get you know Uno and what's their face together, and there's obviously no Hangman, so out comes this guy, and they're just like, what the hell? And he just you know is out wearing the Brody coat, and then they just go back to work, and they reveal him. But that didn't um, well, I mean, is it next week we're in Philly. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking if anything, he'll show up at the pay per view. Yeah. Uh, I know that's a bit far out, but I don't got. think they want to push another new star right now. We got Philly followed by Miami for two weeks, mm-hmm. followed by I think they do Orlando run in New York. Oh, that's right, Orlando, and then they do like a Long Island. Yeah, they're in Boston. Uh, there you go, Boston, Kansas Boston. City, St. Louis, St. Louis, Indianapolis. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah, but touring. these bastards won't come to goddamn California till fucking next year. Like yeah, April next year, and, it, and then full gear is in Brock Country. Oh, Minnesota. <laughs> you know what? The poster for full gear is looking cool. I'm sure it is. I can't wait. It's going to be a good pay per view. Yeah, 
Uh, I'm actually I'm actually doing a count of how many people did not come from WWE on that poster just because I'm, I'm anticipating the backlash to it. So we got uh, Punk. What are we calling him now? Bride Bride Dan. Bride Dan. No, be dry. Be dry. <laughs> well, he's on a be dry diet. Uh, Jericho, Mox, Adam Cole, bye bye. Oh, great. So now, of Christian. course, we're going to get the it's all XWWE. So, it's only like six people, and then the rest of them are all like AEW or indie originals. So we got Thunder, we got Scorpio, we got Darby, MJF, Wardlow, Lucha Bros, and Jade Car Crash. Oh, yeah, she is, though. I'm, I'm, I'm getting slowly less hostile towards her. Like when, uh, when so she like debuted, her. I didn't think she was shit, but uh, she she is improving. She's not she slowly, sure. Yeah, she's not as green as she used to be. Uh, her, her promo work has definitely improved. Yes, yeah, that's true. So yeah, um, this seems to be the case every week. Just a lot of speculation about AEW. Who's going to sign next? God, the list is endless. <laughs> well, they just <laughs> they uh they just um signed somebody who is not from WWE. Oh, oh that's are, right, Kiara Hogan. Nobody bats oh, an eye when they sign Impact stars. That's yeah, true, right? Because they can't well, complain. She, oh, she didn't come from WWE. Well, she could be with Diamante now, so that's a good thing. Oh yeah, I forgot true Diamante that. was in AEW. Uh, so who who else did they sign? Leo oh, Leo Rush is out of retirement again. He's going to retire before Sting. My guy has come out of retirement. <laughs> we're supposed to hate this guy in goddamn RWT, but he made such a goddamn funny joke. He's fucking Leo Rush has retired more times than Brett Favre. And I'm just like, God damn it, you're right. I mean, he has, man. I'm sorry, but that's, he comes into retirement, out of retirement. He's he's like the miniature version of Terry Funk right now. He, he really is, though. He's Grandpa Simpson in motion. Yes, in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. And, I'm, you know, I, I really want to like Leo Rush because he is crazy talented, but it's just, Very. can you stop retiring, please? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so. I caught him live at the New Japan show. He he did really well in the sixth man that he was in. So, yeah, I mean, it, um, it, it, yeah, stop fucking retiring. Like, just okay, just he's out. probably got a lot of shit going on. That's fine. But just say I need a little, little bit of time. I'll be back. I'm about to say Hangman's going to do some shit. His goddamn yeah. wife just had a baby. He still ain't back. Oh, he's probably doing the cowboy shit again right now. Yeah, Working probably. on number two. <laughs> I was hoping he would show up already you know, during that time to get the Dark Order back together, but I guess not. I, From what I see and agree with, he's the likely winner of the Casino Ladder match next next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. next week. Next Dynamite. Um, As he should be. Yeah. For those who don't know what a casino ladder match is, it's basically like a money in the bank, except people come in at different intervals. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's a it's a Royal Rumble ladder match. Yeah. <laughs> AEW go all Impact and just invent their own matches, and I love it. Remember when when Impact was that creative? Let's do a ladder match in reverse. Oh, the King of the Mountain and the Reverse Battle Royal, yeah. which got voted like one of the worst matches of that year. Yep. I don't like the concept. What the fuck is so. a Reverse Battle Royal? So you start in the ring and you have to get into the ring. So you're fighting outside whoever gets into the ring the last. You know the two who get into the ring last, they fight it out. So it's like instead of getting thrown out of the ring, you got to get in the ring. And then they also did the Queen of the Cage, where all the women were outside the cage, and the first two to get in had a one-on-one cage match. Right. 
Bro, here's what we're gonna do. Yeah, it's, it's Vince Russo written all over it. <laughs> Bro, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have him fight outside, and then we're gonna get him on the inside. Brilliant! You, you can kind of see the appeal, though. I mean, so much has been done in wrestling over the years. It's really tough to be original. And Impact TNA just went out of the way to be as original as possible. Bro, here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring Stevie Richards in. He's a Dr. Steve. <laughs> he's going to poison Abyss, bro. It's going to be the best thing ever. Abyss is going to go crazy, and he's going to be hooked to Dr. Stevie, and he's getting the therapy because he needs it, bro, because he's a monster. We're going to do a Ravens Clockwork Orange House so of Fun fluid, match. Like this is, like this is Mike in secret. No, because <laughs> we're both Long Islanders, bro, because we talk like that. He's from Long Island. I'm from Long Island. Hey, Paisan. Paisan. So what's, so what's a Clockwork Orange House of Fun match? Well, it's a hardcore match, but we have one side of a cage on the ring. So how does it stand up? What happens if I throw somebody into it? Oh, shit. That's what happens. Don't you know this? Raven was in the flock, bro, and Clockwork Orange is some weird shit, bro. So we got to say some weird shit. It's hardcore. We need a title. Boom. Clockwork Orange House of Fun. It's fun and it's crazy. It's like a carnival, bro. It's a carnival. They, they, TNA used to love naming matches after movies for absolutely no reason, like Monster's Ball. Yes. Bro, There's nothing violent about Monsters Ball. Bro, we got a last rights match with Sting and Abyss. We got a casket. We got a coffin in here. He put him in a choke slam. Oh, you know, it's 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 magic. They're chanting Fire Russo during that entire match. But bro, we got a coffin. So yeah. How about we do a broke back mountain match? No. Whoa, what the shit? <laughs> bro, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have everybody up the Cowboys. We're gonna do like paint your wagon, you know what I'm saying? Paint your wagon, little streaks, bro. Like it's motherfucking Clint Eastwood. And then here we go, bro. It's a it's a freaking broke back mountain. Get in the horses, horse and buggy, horse and carriage. Taking it back to the 1800s, you know what I'm saying, bro? Little yeah. house on the prairie. We keep it 1800. <laughs> wow. Robert Davis, one of the most brilliant and creative people I've ever known. After everything you've done in a promo order, before it was even an order, when it was just a bunch of people in a tournament since day one, and I can't let you walk off into the sunset without a proper goodbye. At the aptly named Promo Series 6, Justice Day, I invite you for one last ride. the shape. It's the Ultimate Finesse, your girl's favorite wrestler, and you are watching Max Wrestling. Podcast now. We're going to take it to the Max. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. This is the voice of Killer Cross. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. You're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse. Giving you all your wrestling information 
each dream. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. And we're about to take it to the max. well because it looks like and i know we don't talk about blood money but god dang man i saw it because i see where they're going with the blood money so it looks like biggie's next opponent is drew mcintyre so we're gonna get biggie 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 and drew mcintyre we're gonna get roman and brock of course but it looks like because it's not for the title it's revenge we're gonna get goldberg and lashley and since it's in saudi arabia goldberg's probably gonna win yeah Uh, you know what it's not for the title i don't really care um, I just don't want to see Goldberg as champion, but come on. Where the fuck's the believability in Goldberg beating Bobby Lashley? Because he went after his son, and he's pissed off. He said, I will kill you. He told Bobby Lashley, yeah. I will kill you. He, he actually said he he, want, he wants to be lucky enough to kill Lashley. Yes. Um, for, putting, for putting his hands on his son. Let's not forget Goldberg actually choked his own son because he wasn't selling. Exactly. So, if David Arquette can say, "I will bust you," that he the Goldberg, can say, I will bust you. I will bust you. That's it. That's it right there. That that's what we need. We need some fucking David Arquette. That's what we need. That's so my guy. People also need to stop shitting on Ready to Rumble. It was a classic movie, and I love it to this day. Absolutely. Twenty-one years later, and it's still the shit. Yeah, I think. Mean, People hated it because it exposed WCW the or, the, or the business, yeah. And it's just like, have you fuckers seen Beyond the Mat? I was just hey. going to say, I was like, that <laughs> shit came out way before this fucking thing. Have you seen Dr. David Schultz slap the bejesus out of John Oh, Johnson? yeah. That feel fake to you? Uh, that's an open hand slap. And I'm just like, you know, right. I think they that pretty much, re- I don't know if it was deliberate, but they pretty much referenced that in Ready's Rumble. Everybody knows Rayerson's fake anyway. Bang. That feel fake. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, sir. Do you remember what John Stossel said after that? Because he was whining like a little bitch after that to Barbara Walters. My ears. Every time there's a loud noise of a car, my ears. And I'm like, well, you shouldn't have said something stupid, you dumbass. <laughs> and then you go and spoil it all by saying something stupid. Yeah. Dang, See? Fucker. So, yeah, let's, let's continue with the WWE talk because, again, I ain't been watching... I did watch Extremely Normal Rules. Okay. Um, I was just as pissed as everybody else, but I have been kind of keeping up what's been going on on Raw and stuff. But, uh, so, Extremely Normal Rules was yes. the least extreme, extreme rules pay-per-view I've ever seen in my life. So, every match was solid but predictable, and that's yeah. why a lot of us got clean sweeps. We, but I think, I yeah, it was like four clean sweeps. Right. So, I didn't hate the show. I liked Roman and Finn, but once I was okay with the demon stuff because, you know, the, the effect of, you know, the demon's resurrection. But once the top rope came off, I'm like, all right. I'm like, you killed it for me. Unless they, they try to tell the story of, so Paul Heyman was in the back and Kayla's trying to, you know, sneak like, ooh, who are you talking to, Paul? Unless Paul Heyman, it comes out like Paul Heyman was the one who set it up so he would fall off the rope, the malfunction junction there, then, you know, okay. But still, it ruined it for me. It took me out of it. I... I could have possibly got behind the whole demon resurrection goofy shtick if he'd won. Yes, like, but he... Okay, he, he, he's humping the floor in time to his music. Okay, whatever. 
he gets up at the gaspy intake of breath bit, which is very cool. Um, the most bizarre thing for me was they kept playing his fucking music while he was beating people up. <laughs> because the effect, the demon. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this? Blade, he's just killing people in the red lights of music? And they had to do the whole fact thing where it's like, this is the demon, the demon is undefeated. And I'm like, Samoa Joe beat him uh, in NXT. The amount of times they just referred to him as the demon. The demon. Like, shove it down the our demon. throats, it's the demon, the demon, the demon. Don't you understand? He's got this inner demon in him. The demon. We get it. He's covered in face paint. It's still Finn Balor. Demon. It's goddamn demon. Demon be gone. <laughs> um, so I. So I'm gonna. I, I'm so glad that you guys brought this piece of shit hot dog crap up. <laughs> so I. Um. I legit started asking everybody. I was like, should I fucking? I. We had a TSK. Uh, you know, server where we 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 said we, everybody watched the show. I was not a part of that because I was you know doing way more important things, like uh, not giving a shit. <laughs> so, or taking like, a shit. I, I gotta ask everybody like, hey, dude, is this thing even worth the watch? Should I even bother? And I got four. Don't even waste your time. Don't worry about the main event. And then <laughs> of course, Harold is the most um, genuine. So he's like, well, I liked I liked the tag match. Uh, was it Usos and Street Profits? He's like, uh, the the main event was piece of shit, and he some other stuff I already forgot. So I was like, ah, crap, do I really want to fucking watch this goddamn piece of shit? So I'm like watching the highlights, and every fucking goddamn thing of highlights I try to find is like, it's from fucking Raw, it's from SmackDown. I was like, no, I want the goddamn pay-per-view. It's from Raw, it's from SmackDown. I was like, God damn it. So I had to pull it up on goddamn Peacock before I went to bed, because heaven forbid I don't do my job. In English it's or Spanish? Kind of- the Spanish and English comedy. Yeah, what the hell was that about? I didn't get it I because obviously like, it was on a different whatever I was streaming. So well, no, then they went to the French. Then I heard German or French it was, and then I'm like, yeah, oh, my insane. god, I think it was German. I wish I'd yeah, got still. that stream because it was perfectly normal on mine. Everybody was complaining about the language. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah bro, it was a fucking <laughs> trip. It was bad. I-, I will say this: the other thing that everybody talked about was Alexa Bliss. Crying and yes. the Alcazar and the foam was supposed to come out the mountain to look yeah. botched, and it comes out that she's taking time off. I don't know if she's going to get married to Ryan Cabrera, but you know she's taking her time off. I think she is, yeah. But um, yeah. I I saw the white thing in her mouth, and I thought, is she, has she just bit some stuffing or something out of the doll? And then I realized, no. and then I saw a little bit of saliva on her chin. I thought, oh, she's supposed to be foaming, and it didn't work. Oh dear. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it looked bad. It looked bad. Um, the crying was also way too long like they literally it must have been like five minutes as she was crying from the ring right up to the stage I'm like can we just cut to something else please I know it's like can we just get we get it she's upset she's disheartened can we go to something else nah nope so no all I know it, it was it was just hot fucking garbage that's all I know I was, I was I was like I really turned this piece of shit on didn't I I, I like I say, I haven't been watching Raw for I don't know how long. I've only been watching pay per view, so I've only seen extremely normal rules and SummerSlam. When did people begin cheering for Alexa? Because from what I see, people generally hate the gimmick. Um, just be well. She's going against Charlotte, and it's it's Charlotte. Oh yeah, anybody but Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's leave it at that. Oh wait, it was also in Columbus, right? Yes, they were in. Columbus, that also explains so it. Hometown. Um, so is she gonna, 
it, it's just not going to make sense. She comes back now without the gimmick or a new gimmick. Or she could come back as being the goddess, you know what I'm saying? That she broke her so badly, she's back to being her normal self. I don't know. They could do some kind of spin with it. <sighs> the continuity in WWE just blows my mind. Uh, well, right. I mean, yeah, that that was it, man. I really well, I got to say, Jeff Hardy, Damian Priest, and Sheamus had a good match. I did enjoy that triple threat, and Jeff did not get pinned. Sheamus got pinned, and then they did the no DQ match the next night. Right, the next night was more extreme than the freaking pay per view, which was called Extreme Rules. Um, they completely also missed the opportunity to make the triple threat extreme because there's no DQs in the triple threat anyway. As we realized last week when we were looking at the card and going, okay, there's only one Extreme Rules match that makes no sense. Wait, triple threat, no DQ. Okay, they're gonna have some weapons. No, they didn't. No, it was... Yeah, what the hell, dummy? Well, here's the thing, too. It's like when Bruce Pritchard, when he was in TNA, he's the one that stopped. You know how... Because Lockdown was special because every match was in the cage? Yeah, yes. I love the original concept of Lockdown, and then they just kind of... Well, you could thank Bruce Pritchard for that because he thought it's like, oh. that doesn't make it special that every bout is in a cage. Durf, durf, durf. I love you. <laughs> but it does. That's what is special about it. <laughs> That and I remember thing. He's like, oh, there's too many matches in the cage. If you've seen him in a cage, and you've seen it all. So he was the one that put the kibosh on, hey, not every match is going to be in the cage. Of course it was fucking Bruce, Bruce Pritchard. Fucking Bruce I remember Bruce. when the first lockdown came out, 2005, yeah, yeah, and the whole thing about it was they did it before WWE. Yes, and you had AJ and Abyss, which was amazing, and God rest his soul, that was Chris Candido's last match yeah. when he, then he had the blood clot. But yeah, no, it like that was special that event. You had the Naturals, you had the Shooting Star Press, and off the no, that was the year after. But the Shooting Star Press off the fucking cage, like you had a lot of special stuff with that that made it special. But no, he's like, you know what? If you've seen him in a cage and you've seen him all, it doesn't make it special. I love you, Bruce. So I mean, that explains why there was only one Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules. Fucking like, Bruce. Just fucking, it's either laziness or it's Bruce Pritchard going, we don't need all these Extreme Rules matches, but the pay-per-view is called Extreme Rules. But we don't need them. Once you've seen one Extreme Rules match, you've seen them all. Don't bring me down, Bruce, ELO style. Don't bring me down. He brought me down. Yeah, it sounds like Bruce. Bruce. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, WWE have a wrestling show with barely any wrestling. Facts. <laughs> oh, sorry, sports entertainment. And I haven't hated Raw because I liked Biggie, 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 and Bobby in the cage, and they did some stuff that was good. But I'm like, all right, so they're building. Here's my issue here. Shane and I, okay, I get it. They finally split up, and now they're going to feud with each other. But you made Shayna, who's the badass again, you know, the MMA fighter, the cage fighter. But I'm like, a couple months ago, she was afraid of a doll. Yeah. That was my one issue. And number two, you're making Nia Jax the sympathetic babyface in this. Nia um, Jax is babyface she was the last time she was a babyface was in 2018 but with everything that's going on she's not baby well well naya Jax was ever a babyface in 2018 remember when she was going against alexa bliss before she punched becky in the nose like, oh that I, yeah but i mean now that, that was just literally just because of the bullying thing yeah um i'm just happy shana practically killed eva marie yeah that was the plus older <laughs> day. thank you thank you shana well, they were chanting one more time after she, she did yeah, One more time. Yeah, that was another thing. They were chanting, we won tables all night long at Extreme Rules because there was no Extreme Rules matches. Hey, Roman was extremely plain rules. Roman was the best with that. You don't get any tables. And I'm just like, all right, let it be a heel. Roman responding to chants is great. Is. Um, so, I mean, I, honestly, I've heard good things about Raw. I just haven't watched it. Um... And I'll actually defend this one. Keith 
Bearcat Lee. Having heard the reasoning behind it, I'm actually okay with it. Yeah. I hate it. It sounds stupid. It, it okay. sounds stupid, but I get it. it me too. It's nice to pay a tribute to your heroes. And, I mean, let me ask people. How how many of, how many people heard of Bearcat right before this? None. That's like if he would have went Thunderbolt, named it after Thunderbolt Patterson. You think, like, the names that people would know Thunderbolt Patterson is? No. It's like he can't equate it to that. Yeah. And he was a legendary African-American wrestler. There's a name for you guys to look up. Thunderbolt Patterson. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going, Thunderlips. That's the name it's of the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'll be honest. Quick story about Thunderbolt Patterson, man. He was one of the featured characters that the, that the dad was watching on My Brother and Me on that episode. That actual episode actually featured a young Kenny Lane who would go on to be Kenny King on Ring of Honor TNA. He was in Tough Enough, man. So, yeah, you saw a young Kenny King on an episode of My Brother and Me back on the Nickelodeon days with friggin' uh, My Brother and Me where Alfie would say, that's not ugly, that's oogly. Not even ugly, it's oogly. So, yeah. You know what? Yeah, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt Patterson is a rare breed. He's in his 80s, still going. Yep. Still going. I got to send you guys the episode of a young Kenny King and my brother and me with his hair looking like it's all like something in it. You know what I'm saying? Like when third base and crisscross had crap in their hair. Oh, it was funny. Do you know how shocked I was to see Kenny King, I think it was on Legends House, as a stripper? I mean, I knew he did it, but I just wasn't expecting to see it. Well, why do you think Jim Cornette always called him Mr. Shake Your Dick? No, I knew I knew he was also uh, a stripper on the side, but I just wasn't expecting to see it on Legend's house. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Once you once you go Chippendale, there it is. I, I'm King. watching Legend's house and Kenny King pops up. Oh, it's Kenny. Wait a minute. Oh no. <laughs> um, where is Kenny King anyway? What's he up to these days? I have no idea. MLW, I think. I know Bobby Fish did an MLW not too long ago, or he is doing MLW before AEW. Or they're they're intertwining. Uh, Kenny King is currently signed to Ring of Honor. Okay, so he's in Ring of Honor. <laughs> Good for him. Hmm. All right. Um, also on Raw, um, the Hurt Business are back. I am okay with that because never we should have went away. Agreed. But the New Day and the Hurt Business is going to be a good feud. Yes. Um, I may have to check it out. Where I, where, where's MVP? Because I didn't see him in any p- photos. I think he's hurt still. You know, he's hurt with the, the cane. Yeah, but he can still walk with a cane. Or maybe he wasn't there. I don't know. But I just know he wasn't there that particular Hurt night. Business is his baby. I know it is. But yeah, he was not there. So we just saw... So they were doing the bout and then... <laughs> Biggie Spears Lashley, and then all of a sudden I saw like people standing. I'm like, who the hell is that? Then I then they panned up, and it's like, oh, there's Cedric and Shelton back together, hurt business, baby. And I'm like, all right, that's what I want to see because they they had something so hot, and then they had to break it up, and then they realized, okay, well, the new day are on Raw. Bobby Lashley needs some partners. Oh, let's put back the gimmick that they never should have broke up. It was like one of the hottest things going. It was the best thing about Raw, and they broke it up for absolutely no fucking reason. We can't have nice things. No, and okay, I I think I get the reason. Bobby Lashley was going to be WWE champion. They wanted him to go out on his own and look strong. Would it not have looked good if he'd have had this entourage around him? And I'm not talking about the strippers. <laughs> There's a lot of strippers been mentioned this week. Oh yeah, <laughs> not, not a bad man. All you need now is go down to cheetahs. That's all you need. To- <laughs> 
Oh, so this is something you learned at Hooters. Oh. Hooters, 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 Hooters. So you might want to stay out of the frozen food section. Your boobs are hard. <laughs> uh, Adam Sandler, daddy. You're mad at your dad, not at me. Yeah, you're right. I hate my dog. <laughs> what do you want? 40 packets of ketchup. All right, there you go. 30 packets of ketchup. <laughs> What do you want? Cheerios? Cheerios? What the hell's wrong with you? Lasagna? What the hell's the matter with you? Hey, nice parenting. Yeah, you like it? Take a walk. Oh, yeah, he fucking chucks the fries. I'm like, oh, you bad. <laughs> I get thrown out the fries. Oh, horse shit! We have now recommended two classics to you people. Ready to Rumble and Big Daddy. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you know 100%. what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch Big Daddy tonight. Yeah, Who that is- sounds like a move. Hey, cutie, what are you doing in here? Watching football? Who do you want to win? The goddamn Jets. <laughs> Sounds just like my son when I'm watching the Chargers play. Bring it on, woman. <laughs> also sounds like me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So good. So, so good. So so good, in fact, I think I may have to use that as my new film movie on my name badge. There you go. Because it's go. also going to make sense in six months. Absolutely. Uh, all right, what else have I missed from Raw? Because those are literally the only bullet points I have. Uh, Charlotte beat Dewdrop and then the open challenge, which was quick, and you knew Eva Marie was going to get involved. We touched upon mm. that. With yeah. So, I mean, uh, Jeff Hardy and Mansoor and Ali... Lost to Jinder, Veer, and what? Shanky. Wait a minute. What? Jeff Hardy, Mansoor, and Ali. Yes. That is such a random tag team. Against Veer, Shanky, and Jinder, and they lost. Weren't because Ali of... and Jeff feuding at one point? Who? Jeff and Jeff. Ali. No. Oh, who am I thinking of? That was Cedric. That was Cedric. I'm thinking of somebody else. Anyway. What? <laughs> I was about to say no. They never. Well, here's the thing too. I um. Oh, they did the the, the thing with uh. So Reggie fought Ricochet, and right. it was good until they had to start the twenty four seven thing, and then the plan and the whole nine trying to get Reggie, and nothing happened. And then Tozawa was like, "I'll fight anybody," and then Keith Lee came out and squashed him. Yeah. So a fucking twenty four seven title match ended in a no contest. Yes, well, because, you know, the the 24-7 rules are not, uh, you know, in place, so now we can run around and do our schmas. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It just seemed pointless even having the match. Well, because we have to see Ricochet and Reggie do the flips. We, we have to be reminded that it's an actual title. Yes. So sometimes we have to have an actual match. I mean, Riddle and AJ Styles was good. Oh, my God. AJ Styles hit the burning hammer, Kenta Kabashi style on Riddle, then the Styles Clash. It was an amazing sequence to a great match. I will say that. Go back and I watch. That, I heard that thing was great. Watch the burning hammer because he drops Riddle right on his dome piece. Eesh. Nice. Got to watch it. Eesh. I don't like seeing wrestlers getting dropped on the head. No. Don't watch New Japan. Don't watch New Japan. <laughs> I, I watch New Japan with a pillow. I will As say, everybody should. <laughs> if, if you want to see a great Burning Hammer, I know Tyler Rex did it when he was in WWE for a little bit, but watch when Brian Kendrick 
fought Kota Ibushi in the first Cruiserweight Classic. He does the burning hammer. Brian Daniel, Daniel Bryan on commentary goes nuts. And just listen to the people go, oh, because nobody was <laughs> expecting the burning hammer. And he absolutely dropped Ibushi, and it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, you know what NJPW stands for, people? It stands for fuck your neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, if you're the condemned, it also stands for fuck your mother. That <laughs> yeah, too. Um, your mama. Go fishing town in Alaska. <laughs> That's so underrated. And people shit on that. All right. If you want to see a bad WWE movie, watch fucking Behind Enemy Lines Columbia with Mr. Kennedy. All right. Yeah. That is one of the absolute worst piles of dog shit ever. Yeah, not good. Not good. Oh. Anything else that I don't know about from Raw? Uh, no. I, re- I really can't think of anything else, and I don't want to. Because I, I hear it. it was this great show, and AEW fans was, have gone quiet. But... It was good. <laughs> it was bad. But it's just like, it, again, it's a lot to take in in three hours. But, yeah, no, it was it was okay. I mentioned the six-man. I mentioned that. I'm trying to think of what else. No, but then, like I said, big, uh, the Big E Lashley stuff was really good. But now we know that Drew McIntyre, who pointed that sword at Big E, I'm coming for you, Big E, mm-hmm. for that WWE championship. Pointed that sword. I uh, I laugh at the AEW fans of quiet because we had a banging Raw comment because the reason AEW fans are quiet is because they don't fucking watch Raw. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, I think last thing we can kind of finish on, the draft begins tomorrow night on SmackDown, uh, which I may tune into just to see if I'm proven right. So, They completely wipe out NXT? Oh yeah, NXT 2.0 is in the draft this week, this year. My bad. Um, to reiterate my bold prediction from last week, I predicted that Charlotte would beat Alexa, which she did, and that Becky would still be SmackDown Women's Champion, which she is, and that they would switch brands, and Bianca would beat Charlotte to become the new SmackDown Women's Champion, and she would have to face Becky at Survivor Series. Pin Becky, then she's pinned all four horsewomen. I can see uh, that. Yeah, I mean, she becomes the Raw Women's Champion, beats Charlotte. Well, they're doing the thing now with Sasha, so, I mean, you could do Sasha coming back. That, and Sasha. that was actually one of the highlights of Extremely Normal Rules, just Sasha surprising everybody with a return. She actually showed up to work. Uh, About time. Yeah. I. What, what the hell? Where does she keep going? Mexico. She's Mexico. <laughs> she's my be- guess. She's always hanging out with Andrade. So, <sighs> all right. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's nice and instant meme of Becky giving her a thumbs up. Oh yeah. Oh. No. I don't. I actually don't think Sasha's going to be going after the title. I think she's just going to continue her feud with Bianca because that seems more personal than the title now. This is true. I will say this. I do know that one one thing I forgot to mention. Too young, man. Rest in peace, Ryan Sakota. My God. 46. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, the name popped up, and I I knew it. It rang a bell. Um, I knew it, it was from, like, mid early, early mid-2000s. Um, yep. He was with Tajiri, uh, Tajiri Akio and Sakota in 2003. Then... 
they split them up. And, um, yeah, Akio and Sakota went their separate ways. I think the last time he wrestled on WWE was in 2004, and he wrestled John Cena in his last match. Wow, wow. That, that was it for Sakota. And then, well, he was a UPW guy, Rick Bassman's promotion in California. He did a lot of work on the independent circuit. And he was just, for what everybody was saying, he was a great dude. And I know a lot of people like Chris Masters and everybody was heartbroken by it because he was also in the developmental territory for WWE. But, yeah, they brought him and Akio up, Jimmy Wang Yang, to be Tajiri's henchman. And then I forgot. Jimmy Wang Yang. I forgot. Jimmy Wang Yang is a legend. He is. That he is. Uh, do you remember the girl that they put him with that friggin' went like, okay, so Amy Zidian, who was in the Diva Search, was with him for like a week or two, and then she said something about Stephanie McMahon, which you should not do, and she got taken off of TV real quick. She got into like a fight with Stephanie McMahon, and that's why they took her off TV. Remember the blonde that was with him for like a brief time? Did she call her a bottom feed in trash bag hoe? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Might have been. Uh, no, I actually have no recollection, but uh, I'm Googling. That's why you got And me. maybe I shouldn't have Googled. Yeah. I'm just going to click back. Okay. Did you, yeah. it, what, did you see some new photos or something, bro? No, it was just like, it's very... Like, I'd get in trouble for Googling that shit. Ah, okay. So oh, just, yeah, just, just to cover my own back, I did it for research purposes. Research. That's what we say about market research. It's only for research <laughs> What's this credit card bill? Ma- research. Research. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, the draft. Um, there's a couple of names that we can expect to see. I think definitely Dakota Kai is going to get called up. Um, Come on. She definitely had a match before SmackDown last week. Uh, I just fear that Vince will make her this generic you know, pretty girl, whereas that's not Coda. She's 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 a tough girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Can I team kick, yo? Yeah, I team kick. To, I need to back check for a second. I'm so sorry. You asked about Raw before. I just popped to my head. So Karrion Cross fought Jackson Riker. Yes, yeah. that happened. And he yelled at Jackson Riker, I'm the officer now. Come on, Marine. And I'm like, everybody got so mad that he yelled, I'm the commanding officer now. Come on, Marine, at bringing Gary Cross, which because, yes, you can say what you want about Jackson Riker and his political views, which, yeah, but he did serve the country, and a lot of people got really angry about that. Oh, come on. I know. I know he was trying to be healed, but people got, like, legit angry about that, which I can understand, but still, he was just trying to be healed. And it's not like they haven't talked about that on TV. <laughs> right? Um, who else? We, we got Drew, I can see, going to SmackDown because he's been carrying Raw for like a year or so. You got a year and a half, two years. Um, Jeff Hardy, draft him to Dynamite, please. <laughs> Get him the fuck out of there. Well, here's the thing about Jeff. Did you see what, what he said in the latest interview that he did? I forgot where it was, but he was like, because they asked him about, because everybody was so up in arms about him chasing the 24-7 title. So he's like, well, they told me that what, what I what to do, and I showed up and I did what I got to do. So his very, um, he's very lackadaisical, and he's just kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm going to show up, pay me. I don't think yeah, Jeff really cares. That's literally Jeff admitting, yeah, I'm just here to get paid. Fuck it. Whatever. That's it. And I don't think... Like you said, I don't think he cares. He's just like, yeah, I'm here. I'll do what I got to do. Um, Johnny Gargano. 
Ooh. is an interesting one because, let's face it, NXT 2.0 is a fucking joke. Hey, I'll watch him swim for a shark and, you know, try to, like, you know, get the condoms and uh, all that for <laughs> I mean, I, I did see that and it was like, I, again, I, I've stopped watching NXT too because I can't handle the, the new vision. And I saw, like, we, you know, we went from the old NXT to this. Johnny Gargano pretended to be a shark. And I'm just like, but Johnny Gargano's been doing goofy shit for a long time. So I didn't get a chance to say this a couple of weeks ago when you guys were talking about it. It reminds me of how they're going back to, like, OVW 2005, 2006. It's developmental again. We're going to build up these stars. We're going to include some of your favorites, like Tommaso Ciampa and all these guys. But we're going to put all these people out there who you may have never heard of, but we're going to make you know who they are. So it's very much OVW 2005, 2006. Yeah. That's what they've gone back to. It's not like, oh, here's your favorite indie star and all that stuff on here, and then we're going to be our own identity. It's like, okay, we're going to be developmental again. <laughs> we're going to have a new vision. It's literally main roster light. It's everything we don't like about WWE injected into everything that we did like about WWE, and it's just okay. okay. I like, I like Scott. I like Rick Steiner's son, Braun Breaker, but the name Braun Breaker makes me laugh. See, and I will say, for me, they fucked up by introducing him. And the first episode of NXT 2.0 is this goofy, overexcited guy that I just wasn't going to take seriously. And then he pretty much He's squashed also- freaking Eli, LA Knight, whatever. Oh. And it just made me not want to watch again. And I haven't. So from what I well, see, people are actually getting behind him. But I, did, I, I didn't see a reason to originally. Oh, man. He's pushed too soon. It's like he's like going right at chomping. It's like we've only seen you for like three weeks. And it's like right to Champa, and it's like, but you've only we've only seen you for three weeks. You got a promo. You're, okay. He went right for Champa on the first episode, and I'm like, we've only seen you for two right. hours. Right. He's <laughs> squash a geek, dude. Like, what the hell? But yeah, and he's all happy, and then it's serious face, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I I don't know you like that, but now I guess we're gonna know you like that. And then we got the dude who's from what was it, uh, Tony D'Angelo, who's from Chicago, but you know, oh, what the I'm mafia saying? guy, Tony, Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo, how you doing? Vicky, hey, Vinny, bag of donuts, how you doing? I felt like I was on the set of my cousin Vinny. Uh, fucking Bruce Pritchard. Right. Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard. It's hey, friggin' fucking Chuck Norris and Bruce Pritchard. No, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Pritchard is, again, he's the yes man. You know, he's, he's a yes man. That's, that's all you need to know about Bruce Pritchard. Friggin' Simon Dean said it best. Nova, he's like... I would ha- shoot Bruce Pritchard, and I would take a bullet for Dr. Tom. That's how he put oh, yeah. it so eloquently. Absolutely. Tom Pritchard is great. Dr. Tom, man. Zip. Zip. Man, fucking Bruce Pritchard. God damn it. God damn Bruce Pritchard. Okay. Uh, who else we got for the draft? Um... It's tough when you don't really watch the show every week. Um, well, I mean, not to mention they also fired half the other guys. True, yep. yeah. That's why they're including NXT 2.0 in the draft this year, because they got no fuckers left. Um, Budget cuts. And Nick Khan was backstage at SmackDown, so he was saying, who am I going to fire next? Budget cuts. Oh, actually, you know what? He'd get the second bullet. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? I think he'd get the first one. Um oh. Gonna have Mickey James shoot on him again like she did on friggin' Impact. Oh, not Impact. Do. Sorry. Yeah. On Twitter? Good lord. Also, MJF took a shot. 
uh, when I he addressed Tony Khan and said, out of all the cons involved in professional wrestling, you're my in my top two. Yeah. Um, oh, tag teams I don't really think about. Uh, what tag teams? We've got I Viking Raiders. Young vets, but I don't vets, know. Yeah. Uh, Alpha Academy, there's Street Profits, there's the Usos, there's... Um, I don't know. Oh, Street not... Profits swapped last time. I think they're going to be staying on uh, SmackDown. Yep. Uh, Fr- yeah. Oh, a friggin' uh, T-Bar and Mace. <laughs> oh, those douche canoes. Wait a minute. Speaking of frickin' retribution... What? Isn't the, uh, the artist formerly known as Slapjack now like a cowboy? Yes, yes he is. He got his own gimmick. Mm-hmm. He's an Australian cowboy. Good eye, mate. Yeehaw. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Friggin' they ribbed oh. David Hart. They ribbed Harry Smith when he was on WWE and he had he was a cowboy gimmick for a little bit because Bret Hart was cowboy Bret Hart back in the Stampede Aves. So they ribbed him by giving him Bret Hart's old gimmick when he first started. Wouldn't skip Sheffield a cowboy too? Yep, yep, yep. Boy, yep, yep, skip, skip. Skip. I, I freaking sound like Frankie Muniz and my dog Skip when Skip died. Skip! Did, skip! Somebody's That's probably it. looking at AEW now from the WWE offices and going, why isn't our cowboy gimmicks working? Because this cowboy is also an alcoholic. And he's <laughs> edgy. And he's edgy. And he's, you know... That's what I'm saying. You make them friggin' goofy. It's like watching yep. the smoking guns. Yeah. We we want friggin' free ten to humor, not Mickey Mouse does Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Which I will still defend. I love Wild Wild West. Good you were very I was about to say you're very defensive. I'm very defensive of Wild Wild West. I I get it, like he could have been Neo, but it wouldn't have been the same. No, fuck no, it wouldn't have been. Well the song also adds a lot to it too. Cisco and Drew. True that. I absolutely love the song. I honestly don't know what people's problem is with Wild Wild West. Yes, it was goofy as shit, but it was fun. Now touch it's my like, breast. It's like the same thing with Ready to Rumble. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, it's 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 a it's a family adventure. Facts. Plus, that train was cool as fuck. It was. That it was. That it was. God, I like that movie. God damn it! I have a whole bunch of movies back on my list. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> movie boys over here. Right. Um, well, I I, I kind of don't want to see Stephanie host the draft again because it's just so cringy. Yeah. It's like she has to pretend she doesn't know what's coming and say, oh, and SmackDown have signed this guy. I'm sorry, Xavier and Kofi. We, they, they took Big E. And then you go and keep them together every fucking week anyway, so what the fuck was the point? Because it's them. It's a new day, yes it is. It's it pisses me off so much. They had this big farewell for the new day and everybody's so upset. And then they kept showing up together every week. Like what are we saying goodbye to? The power of positivity brought them back together. And now everybody's just walking onto whatever fucking show they feel like. Nobody gives a fuck. Friggin' friggin' Drake Maverick could be on Raw and then the next night he's on NXT being squashed by Rich Holland. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I truly think Vince just doesn't give a shit anymore. You, Vince, you know this guy's on SmackDown, right? I don't give a shit. Just go over here. Have a match. Make me money. It's my name and all the paychecks. They can all go on the same fucking show. Mm-hmm. So what was the point in the draft? Shut the fuck up. 
Yes, that's exactly what it is. What I what I actually want what I actually want to see just so that we can insult it again. Remember the whole uh, war room thing from like two years ago in the draft, and they had like the the fox robot as an apparent executive. See, that was fun. That was at least fun though. Oh yeah, because that's kind of like unlike the real draft. There's real war rooms and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when in WWE do it, it's so goofy. It is. And it's like wait, this guy, this robot is supposed to be an executive of Fox. Yes. If you watch Fox, if you watch football on Fox, you'll know that that man is the that robot is the man. Everything goes through the robot. Oh, that wasn't a gimmick. That's an actual dude. Well, not like a dude, dude, but like he is like this staple, like their ma- mascot. Even like every time they come back from commercial breaks, like he's dancing or doing something. So is he an actual executive or is he just a robot? He's just a robot. Oh, okay. It's like having so he- Bender. I don't know how many people get it, but in the UK, that would be like us having Chris Kamara in the war room. YouTube Chris Kamara. Thank me later. Shall do. (laughs) Um, All right. It's it's a pretty short week. I mean, we were supposed to have... um, Actually, no, we weren't going to have any promos this week. Week off. Yeah, it was supposed to be a week off anyway, so it was going to be a short episode this week. Um, Like I said, we were going to have some promos next week, but... No more tournaments. So, um, I said we're also still going to pr- promote uh, promo series. So, here it is. On November 18th, we present promo series 6 Justice Day. And even though there's no more promo championship, we still have the Knowledge Championship. Um, Knowledge Champion is still a Phoenix. He will defend against the winner of the Ring of Games, which takes place on the pre launch show on November 16th. For now, the world title is still active. But Chad Malcolm will now be defending against Moses in a trivia battle rather than a promo battle. And finally, there's no more promo tournaments, but there is still room for exhibitions. And unless anything changes in the next seven weeks, it will still be Robert Davis one-on-one with the shape in one last ride. It all goes down November 18th, pre-launch show on the 16th. Go to maxrassing.net slash promo series 6 for more information on Um, stay tuned actually in the next couple of months because we're going to be start running the uh, the maxis votes so you can pick your uh, best and worst of 2021 it's certainly been a better year than last year oh yeah uh, so thank you everybody for tuning in grab some free ice cream on me on the way out this is the Max Wrestling Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Although we very rarely post on TikTok. To be honest, I very rarely post on Instagram these days. But uh, follow us anyway. And also go check us out at maxrustin.net. Follow us on social media at the captain 512 at MCL92, and at SMRPodNet. I feel like there should be a two in there too. Before we tap out and bid you adieu, I, I'm going to start rhyming in a minute. Remember, Twitch makes Vince's dick itch, and everybody on Anchor thinks he's a wanker. Everyone on TikTok thinks he's a cock, including Moses Marquez. That's goddamn right. So uh, one thing we didn't really talk about is uh, what's going on right now in Japan, and that is the G1. G1 oh, is yeah. happening right now. Top guy for uh, the A uh, for the A block, none other than Zack Saber Jr. on an undefeated run right now at eight points, and Jeff Cobb right on his tails, leading the B block with six points, three and zero, tied with Kazuchika Okada, because you know the G1 goes through Okada. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's 
that's for another day. I'm sure next week we'll talk about it. I'm sure we're going to have some matches for that. Um, but, yeah, no, promos are gone for the time being. I don't know. I'm going to tell you all right now. I'm going to talk for me and Chad. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to figure this whole bit out because I know the people have been crying for it. So who knows? I don't know. Maybe we'll stay trivia. Maybe it'll go promo. Maybe we'll do a dance-off. I don't know. We'll figure it out when the next dance time off, we jump bro. on speech. Me and you. Yeah, you know. I'm over here stealing Mike's thunder. I got to get in the game. Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll be honest. The beauty of the world title was always that you could also predetermine the outcome. Aha. Uh-huh. There you go. So, I don't exactly. know. We'll see. Uh, and Mike, who you been talking to? Who have I been talking to? What's, okay, your do- yeah. what's your those with the double D's on your background? There you go. <laughs> None of them yet. Oh, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, Again, guys, research. Thank you. Research purposes only. So you guys can check me out, stevenmikeshow.com, laundryfc.com for the LFC podcast, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, SM Show 1 and MCL 92 on the Twitter machine. Check out my Instagrams, Larkin underscore 92, MLarkinMB. The latest edition of Life of Mike is up there where I talk about the New York Wrestling Connection outlet and company that has helped me through the good and bad times, as well as wrestling and struggle with struggles and difficulties that we have in life and really having everything come into fruition and really just bettering ourselves as people and, you know, dealing with everything that is this thing that we call life. And you can also check out LFC 35, Booty Camp 3D. I will be ring announcing that event. Booty Join us Booty Camp. Join us on All Hallows Eve, October 31st, 2021 at the FSW, Future Stars of Wrestling Arena. So come see us. Come check us out. 1995 on the LFC, LaundryFC.com pay-per-view. Come. If you're a member, log on in, get the pay-per-view. If you're not, 1995, 20 bucks. It is worth the every penny of it. Check it out. It's going to be fun. When, when, when you do the ring announcing, are you going to do the one fall? What? No, I'm not going to do one fall. <laughs> so you better yell booty camp. I am going to yell booty, booty, booty like I'm Bubba Sparks and the Yin Yang Twins. Take it back there to those Booty camp and lollipops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lick it, lick it like a lollipop, little Wayne style. And join us. Next week. Next week. As we continue to prepare for the adjustments coming to Max Wrestling, hopefully we'll have some more details um, on what's going on in the future next week too. This was episode 342. We will catch your ass down the open road, and that's the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Goddamn Bruce Pritchard. Motherfucking Buddha camp.